0: Welcome into Phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts with CPA and personal financial specialist Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome back into Phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts, and it's time to put the system on trial. No, that's right. uh, The U.S. retirement system on the global stage. What's our grade? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we're going to do, I was thinking as soon as it hit me, I was started, I was thinking about the, uh, the Al Pacino, I, I'm going to put the whole system on trial, right? Was that, was that, uh, uh dog day afternoon, maybe I think.
1: Yeah. I think something like uh,
0: that. Yeah. Attica, Attica. Uh, well, anyway, we're going to talk about the U S retirement system on the global stage and where does it rank? So there's this thing called the Mercer, uh, index Mercer CF, uh, CFA Institute, global pension index. Say that three times fast. Uh, that's uh, right. It's a mouthful. Yeah. And they did a little survey in 23, Phil, uh, as you know, because you've got the data we're going to look at. But we're going to talk okay. about that with folks today uh, on uh, and how the countries rank. So it's 47 countries in this thing and, and where they rank in their retirement system and how their retirement system works uh, for their populace right so uh, today's episode we're gonna kind of talk through some of these things and I really liked you and I had a little conversation prior to getting started on you know there's there's a lot of data so how do we kind of keep this you, <sighs> know, uh, you know compact a little bit um, and, and uh, it's really think about it like choices it really comes down to choices so we're gonna go through some of the data give you guys some of the information but then Phil had a really good take on this and it's like okay you could have more of this. But you give up choices, right? So just like anything in life, especially in America, we like our choices. So, right, yep. That's gonna be the conversation this week. We'll get into it. So there's a lot to do. So you doing all right though? Doing good. Yeah,
1: doing good. Good. Starting the new year off good. So good.
0: Rocking and rolling. Off to a good start is always a good thing. So let's jump in and and get here going. So where does the U.S. stand? We're 22nd uh, among the 47 countries. Uh, and you might f- first hear that and go, well, "Why so low, Phil?" Your point was—that's
1: kind of where it hit me in the beginning. It's like, wait a minute, we we scored a C.
0: Yeah, we're we're so developed, and we, you know, we yeah, have all right. the money. Yeah. Everybody needs us to, you know, borrow money from us, which we don't have. Uh, but that's another you're conversation. Right. right. Uh, but so why are we so low, right? So uh, you know, we're going to analyze some of this stuff and look at some of this. So let me do the setup for folks, Phil. Sure. Uh, the Mercer Index measured the success of each country's retirement system based on three main categories. What were the three?
1: Um, so they're going to be adequacy, sustainability, and an integrity. Okay. So uh, adequacy the was. kind of kind of areas that they rank it on. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so adequacy was uh, how much do retirees receive relative to working wages in the country? Uh, right. Sustainability was can the system weather demographic change and financial challenges. Uh, and then integrity was, are the system's private providers well-regulated and trustworthy? So. Uh, the three big dogs, uh, or four big dogs, was the Netherlands, Iceland, Denmark, and Israel. They all got grade A's, uh, which scored a, 90, a 80 or higher on a 100-point scale. Uh, and to your point, we got a C plus. Uh, So we got a 63.
1: So we're at a 63, which you again at the beginning kind of struck me odd. It's like, well, wait a minute, how in the world can we be at a 63? I mean, the funny thing is you start to look at this. We're so we're we're at 63.9 or 63 this year, 63.9 last year. So they do this every year.
0: Went down a little bit. So we've
1: actually, yeah, we dipped a little bit this year. Um, But 63.1 is the average of all 47. So we're right, right, we're right in the middle, you know. Um, and it's it's pretty consistent along each one of these three areas. So adequacy, we're at a 67, call it, round it up. Uh, sustainability is 61 and integrity is 60. Okay. You know, so, I mean, we're kind of right in the middle. So we, we were consistent. Round, so, right, right. right. Yep. So there's no one of them that was just really low or really high. that kind of brought that average out.
0: Now so. we we love as Americans to be like we're number one. We want to we want to win in the, the in the Olympics. Right. Why and, aren't
1: we number one? Right. What's going on? But
0: here? in this context, and I like the way you frame this when we were talking through the setup on this, uh, is that the trade offs may not be necessarily worthwhile for being number one. Now there's some good points and there's some good points as to why the improvements can be made. Uh, so we'll right. dive into that a little bit. But basically, think about it as a conversation about our social security system.
1: And I was going to say, maybe we should kind of clarify a little bit when we talk about the quote unquote, you know, the pension studies. So people think of it as a pension. Well, no, we're talking about general retirement income, you know? So, I mean, this, this is talking about public. So our social security system,
0: yeah. you know, that kind they, of. They set. call it pension in other countries, but I mean, our, our social security is a pension system.
1: Effectively. Right. Yeah. But, but what this study looks at is, is that the the public side of it, it also looks at private pensions and it looks at then, personal savings you know defined contributions what you're contributing so yep. those are the the three components that they're looking at when they they are ranking um, each one of these countries for those three areas.
0: Okay. Well, so. the article highlights the U.S. retirement system as some positive features, but also says it has some major risks and some shortcomings. Well, I think we all kind of can probably agree to that a little bit. Right, um, right, You know, where financial planning is largely the personal responsibility to the point we've been saying this for a while. You know, we obviously it's changed a lot in the last 50 years. You've got to fund more of your own retirement. So first and foremost, do you agree with that assessment?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that, that is one of, as we get into it, you'll see one of the major differences between us and the the leaders is the personal responsibility, you know? So, I mean, there, there is much more personal responsibility in planning for retirement in the U S which, which then you have to decide, you know, for yourself, is that good or bad?
0: And the trade-offs could be not, maybe not. Well, the trade-offs I think right now are something that we're not, Keen on Uh, the newer generation, they seem to be Uh, older generations, seem to not be. But what recommendations do you have for individuals without you know kind of guaranteed income from workplace pensions? So, again, you know, if you're if you're no longer have a pension, which many American country companies don't have anymore, excuse me, um, you do have to fund yourself. So, what's the recommendation? You got to save more, right?
1: Right, yeah. I mean, and that little snippet you were reading there just a few minutes ago kind of is key. Because it talks about that personal responsibility and planning, financial mm-hmm. planning, right? And, and that has to be at the core of retirement in the U.S. Because you have that personal responsibility, you're going to get out of retirement what you put into it. So you you better go into it knowing that up front. right? Have a plan. But How you have does the this choice work for me. Right. But you have the choice. Yeah. You know, versus a lot of these other countries, it's not as much personal responsibility. So, you know, having that "quote unquote" plan isn't as key as it as it is in the U.S. And and this is something that you know you mentioned uh, early on, and we've talked about this many times in the podcast. It's been a gradual shift, you know, over the years where where there's more personal responsibility in the U.S. today, right? Than there was even for you know one or two generations prior, where kind of the main two pillars of retirement were the Social Security system and some kind of a pension, a public from the you know, job, you know, pension, yeah. yeah, right, or a private pension yeah. from the job.
0: Uh, and some so of the, one of the things you and I were talking about was the uh, the man in other and some of these the leader countries on this study, um, they have mandatory personal side, right? So they have they have to put money in, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if you look at, and it's, so as I started to dig into this, it's like, okay, well, why, what's the difference, right? Why are these countries that are scoring 80 and above at that rank, you know, from from a scoring standpoint in retirement income? And if you start to dig into it, you'll see some commonalities. So for instance, Denmark, um, 81.3. So Denmark's retirement income system comprises of a public-based pension, um, means-tested, so there's a major difference. So public-based pension, meaning kind of like our Social Security. Sure, it's
0: like our Social Security, right?
1: But one of the main differences is theirs is means-tested. Mm-hmm. So ours is not. Right. You know. So and they've been it, floating and,
0: and, that for years, talking about it here, but they it, haven't done it yet.
1: They haven't done anything with it. Now, it, it those that make more do pay more tax on their Social Security, but it does not reduce their Social Security. You know, and there there is a cap on how much Social Security you get. So you know. If, the the higher income earners don't get a proportionally higher uh social security benefit just the way the way the formula works i mean if you're making you know 300,000 a year it's not like you're going to have you know, 10 times the person making 30. It's, it's well, You always way. think, there, you always
0: think somebody like Oprah, you're like, wait, you know, right. well, she, she, well, she's got to have like a hundred billion dollars. Like, yeah. yeah th- does she even put into it and does she, but she's entitled to social security. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone in the U S is entitled to it. it yeah. You know, if you've paid into it, the 10 quarters.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, it, it's a much quarters. different system. Yeah. Yeah. 40 quarters. 40 quarters, of, quarters yeah. yeah. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. So anyway, keep going. So that's one of the main main differences is, you know, theirs is um, heavily weighted in that that, um, public pension, means tested, uh, fully funded defined contribution scheme providing lifelong pensions. I mean, there's going to be another one. So it sounds like their defined contribution um, is kind of pushing more towards the annuity side, right, where they're forcing people into not having this pool of money that they have choices of how they spend it. It more is a income stream, you know, similar to like a social security, mm-hmm. um, and it's mandatory that you contribute. Right. You know. And so right now we're still back, optional. We're optional. You know. So and, and we've taken steps through like the Secure Act one and two. Where you know where they're they're starting to um, to and it's still not forced, but it's going to be where where now as a, a new four hundred one k plan, you get put into the plan unless you opt out. Right. So, I mean, it's right. not like you you have to do it. Right. But if you do nothing, well, they're going to put you in it and, and they're going to start increasing your contribution each year.
0: But that little difference, Phil. Right. That little difference right. makes to me. That makes all the difference in, oh, absolutely. in our personal freedoms. Yes. We need to prepare better to be retired. We talk about this all the time because we do a terrible yes. job at it. However, you know. Forcing anything, I think, down on anybody is never the right way to go, in my opinion, just simply because it eliminates that, that uniqueness of some situation that might pop up where it just totally railroads you, right? So... You and I were talking about the Secure Act 2.0, and we were talking about, like, something as simple as the the taxes. It used to be, if you didn't pay your RMDs, right, if you didn't do your RMDs, it was a 50% penalty, right? That's hefty. Like, if you had to pull $30,000 out of an RMD and you didn't get it done, 50% penalty. That was that high to make you go, duh, get it done, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And
0: yeah. by lowering it, they've almost made it like it, there's less accountability, which I think is the one place where we need to change. We need more accountability, not less.
1: Right. I mean, in, and that's just human nature where, where there's choice. Laziness you know, you're comes gonna, in. You're, you're, yeah. You're going to have some people that take that choice and, and, and thrive with it. Right. I mean, it just by their nature, that's, they do great with that. And they have planned well for retirement. They've thought this out. They've You know, not spend as much spent as much as they could all their working years, knowing that at some point this the responsibilities on them and have saved for retirement. Right. You know, others, that's just not in their nature to be able to handle that personal responsibility. And they haven't prepared as well. They haven't saved as much. And, and, And again, they say that's where you start to compare us to some of these other countries and say, okay, well, that's yeah, I, I feel bad for that person that isn't as prepared for retirement as they should have.
0: And it's a slippery slope to have this conversation, right? Because yes. you could easily walk into this is, are you not responsible, smart enough, whatever term you want to put to it to manage your own life and your own future. And more countries are saying, exactly. we don't, we don't know. We trust our populace to do it. So we're going to make them do it. Right,
1: right and from a country standpoint it's a, it's kind of a slippery slope too because so what happens with people that haven't prepared well sure right so now they they're in retirement they're old aged they they can't earn anymore they have social security it's not enough you know how, who's taking care of them you know so i think from a country standpoint some of this it's one of those balances right it, it it's tough you know where where do you go with it where you know do you just say hey this that's a choice I'm sorry but this is you know sleep sleep in the bed you have made so to speak because it was always you know told to me growing up right was like, hey, right it was a choice you made this is the this is the consequence of those choices
0: right and we're struggling you know? with that as obviously so, as a society in about oh, are, about absolutely. a million well globally right all societies right now yeah. we're going through this new we're going through some sort of a social change where uh personal accountability and choice seems to be um, you know, it's like, getting, well, you can make yeah. any choice you want, but it's not your fault that you made a bad choice and now have bad consequences. We're in this weird spot with that. Right. And so right. and I want to try to not get too, uh, you know, too political or whatever. Yeah, Keep it financial, but Hood it's it, it but it but but still fit. I mean, that's
1: that's the reality of it. You know, it's anytime you talk about this is, you know, they talk about means testing, you know, so basically the old Robin Hood. Right. Taken from the rich, given to the poor is, is what they're talking about means testing, meaning that, Hey, you've had a higher earning income and in why? Well, maybe, you know, you were self-employed or you, you know, did the extra work to become a whatever career that had sure. a higher earning, whatever it is, right? You know, but that's the choice in, in sacrifices you've made to get there to, to have that earnings, but now you don't get the benefit from that. And that has to be means tested and and help support those that are at a lower earnings. And there's some people in those lower earnings that that's not necessarily maybe a choice. It's just where they're at. Right. right? And, right. And, and, you know, say so again, to your point, I mean, there's that's a slippery slope. There, there's a fine and, balance
0: of how we want to like, how right. do we help others? But also, how do we not coddle others to the right. point where, you know, a percentage does all the work and another percentage does nothing and still gets taken care of? Uh, And so it's definitely a slippery slope. And I think that's if you look at these four countries that are leaders, they're definitely a lot more socialist policies than we have here in the U.S. But there is some there is a few places where tweaks could be improved. You know, I think to kind of find that hopefully have that that happy medium uh, of taking care of folks, but also at the same time, not uh, penalizing those folks who worked really hard.
1: Yeah, and to your point, I mean, so with these, if you look at those top four, those are the the um, similarities you're going to start to see, right? It's public pension is is very prevalent, um, means tested in all all four of them. Um, there's defined contributions, but um, I think three out of the four was mandatory, right? You know, so it comes down to choice. There's not as much choice, and if you think about, okay, public pension, all these different things, well. How does that get funded? Well, it's not free. Right. You sure. know, so there's going to be higher taxes to pay for that.
0: Right. And if you think about some you of know, these countries, so, they have very high tax rates.
1: Right. And as you go through this, so they've they've gone through this analysis on all 47 countries, and then they give recommendations. Well, how do they, how could you make it better? You know, so here is here here are their recommendations for the US at a 63. Uh, so number one, raising the minimum pension for low income pensioners. OK, so, I mean, it really comes back to that means testing is, is effectively there, you know, that lower end. How do you how do you kind of balance this out so there's not such a disparity? You know, and that's again, you you have to think personally, is that something you think we should do? You know, it should we get into that more socialistic type of scenario. If you're on that upper end, you've worked hard, you've built your satisfying retirement. Are you willing to give up to help pay for somebody on the lower end? You know, I mean, that's a tough tough call. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, where do you go? But with it? that's one suggestion um, for improvement. Yeah. Right. That's
1: one suggestion. Another one is vesting uh, benefits for all uh, plan members maintaining a real value retained throughout retirement. So what they're getting at here is a lot of defined contribution plans might have a vesting schedule, right, where, you know, you've got to be there for a certain number of years. Um, so again, there's, they're starting to take away some choices. Then I get it from an employer standpoint that the vesting schedules are, are meant to help secure employment, right? You're going to give, well, we have seen massive change, right?
0: Yeah. We've seen massive change of people just changing jobs left and right. So, I mean, we did the same thing as a company. We were like, do we put that, do we put a minimum on there or do we give it right right away? Right. So many companies go through that conversation piece.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can see it from an employee standpoint is that, Hey, you know, I worked there. I, it was my benefit. Why do I not get to keep it? But yet I can see it from the employer standpoint, too, of they've invested a lot to get you there, get you up and running. Right.
0: You worked you know, here one the, year. These are benefits <laughs> right. for,
1: you know, exactly for yeah. the person that we've invested in. And if you're going to take that and leave in a year, you know, we're, we're trying to encourage people to stay longer. And again, this is just that shift of, of the workforce. I right. Mean, a lot of the retirees I work with, and, and it's is becoming fewer and fewer. They've had one, maybe two jobs their entire career.
0: Right, right. You know, you,
1: you talk to to many in the workforce today, and that just you, what are you talking about? I've had you know in the last five years, I've had three. Right. <laughs> so it's it's just it's yeah, and a every different mind shift of it, how this everything works, changes.
0: So. I mean, even to this conversation. Right. So like, and that's where we do have to make some changes to help some things because the yes. world and the populace changes. But there has to be it has to be i think uh, you know very finely adjusted i think sometimes when we go at things when our leaders or society goes at things with big you know swath cutting something it's like that we don't react well like people don't react or like humans don't react well to massive changes at one time so you need to make these little tweaks to try to improve some things here and there so that it doesn't kind of set off too many too many alarms i suppose or too many bells and get you rebelling against something that might be a good idea like you said there were a couple suggestions that you saw on there that that actually seemed like they had you know some merit but then some of the other ones maybe not and it's the ones with not that people go absolutely not we're not doing that yeah yeah but there's like well let's look at a couple of the merit ones right yeah
1: one of them that has good merit is they're talking about reducing pre-retirement leakage you know, okay. from, from these retirement accounts. So you basically taking money out of a retirement account before you retired. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, that's where the old 10% penalty was in play and right. it made sense. Hey, you take, it be prior to 59 and a half as yeah. a 10% penalty in addition to tax.
0: Yeah. We talk about that all the time. So it's that, like, if you have right. to borrow money to do something and you know, the last place you should get it from is, is taking it out of one of your retirement accounts. Like it's the dead last place it, you should access. It, right. Yeah, but you still could taxes
1: and penalties you, you do have it's that a choice. choice
0: right now so they yeah. that one suggestion is saying hey just remove that choice you can't touch it
1: right or they're saying reduce the leakage you know oh, okay. but unfortunately we can, we've kind of we've gone in the, the opposite direction of reducing that penalty true, you know true. so it, it's one of those things okay well choice comes with consequences you know so i i, I kind of agree with this of discouraging, leave it at a choice, but just highly discourage it. I never had a problem with the 10% penalty. Right. Because if it is really for retirement, you know, for the person saving for retirement with that view in mind, it's not a problem. Why I, I would never touch it anyways. You know, for those that maybe don't have, this is not their mindset. It, it's easier to help discourage that behavior by having this kind of penalty in place. So, I mean, that's okay. one of their suggestions. Yeah. You know, um, and then they're they're talking about um, introducing a concept of for, basically forcing you to take retirement income as an income stream versus, you know, here's your 401k, you know, you've saved, that's great, mm-hmm. but you get to take it all. Oh, okay. You know, so kind of changing that structure of the the defined contribution to be not just a big bucket of money that you then figure you out how you're going to right how you're going to make this turn into income in retirement because the the challenge there, again, for somebody that maybe doesn't have the bigger picture and a plan in place is that, you know, the the wealth mentality of, hey, I've retired, I've saved a million dollars, and I've always wanted that, you know, 40-foot boat. Right. So we're going to go out and buy, you know, all these different You're things. You're going to pull a lump amount it, to go do it's, something it's versus
0: that that uh, doled out a certain amount.
1: Right. Versus yeah. forcing people that have saved You know, now you don't get this lump sum. It's more of an income stream. And I can hear people right now
0: going, absolutely not. It's my money.
1: I saved it. Absolutely. Right.
0: And so so that's where, you know, and again, that's where we get into that slippery slope. I think humans, certainly Americans, but humans in general we just want to have options we just want to have some choices right. but there are people who do need to be led by the hand to get where they need to go right so that they yeah. can be taken care of so it, it it's it's interesting so maybe being i kind of i know we're getting a little long I don't want to go too crazy long but maybe being middle across the board in this instance is not necessarily the worst thing
1: well that's why I kind of hinted in the beginning of I mean it hits us wrong in the beginning as we're the US, we're why aren't we on the top? When right? on. And it's when I looked at it, it's like, wait a minute, why yeah, that doesn't make any sense? But you start to dig into it, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm okay with being middle. <laughs> you know, know, knowing knowing where we're at and knowing, you know, it's it's a matter of choice versus being forced. So yeah, it's it's just an interesting concept, you know, something something to to kind of make you maybe appreciate the US as a retirement system. It has, know, it has its, its problems. It's, it, has it has its, its problems, problems, like right? everything Like does. every other co- And these other countries you know, it, have their problems, they've too. They've got their problems, right? right. I mean, it's right. not rosy there either, but it's there, there's always a pro and con to every single decision. And that's the pro and the con in the U.S. To me, I think it having that middle ground, at least we have more of a balance of there is that base, right? We have Social Security. Everyone's going to get Social Security if you've worked. So there is a, a, a base minimum income, although it's pretty minimum you know, if you haven't had a a higher earning. So, yeah. Well, you know, I think,
0: you know, humans in general, right? Like nothing's easy, you know what I mean? And and the things that we put in place and so on and so forth, no matter what walk of life you're talking about, it's nothing's easy. And you're not going to get, you're never going to get utopia. You're never going to get perfection in anything. Like, I mean, you could just think about, exercising or or yeah. whatever it is that you do there's always going to be like nothing's ever perfect right so you have to kind of find maybe sometimes middle ground is not the worst place to be right anything too right. far one direction or too far the other tends to not work out good in the long term you know you, a lot of times yeah. i think finding a middle ground works best in a, especially when you're talking about larger groups of people and certainly when you're talking about an, a, a retirement system that's a large group of people so a little controversial this week for us.
1: Coming into the new year, it's, it's kind of an interesting take on it, you know, bringing in diet. I mean, it's, yeah. So in the U S, we've got that choice, right? You know, unfortunately, we would all love to have the what the Arnold Schwarzenegger body of, you know, this big buff and eat all the cupcakes and donuts and, you know, whatever you'd like to do. But you'd like to have both. Reality. Yeah. You, you know, want to you be built like Arnold. Both, so. Right.
0: But you ought to have all the cupcakes. And so you can't. You got to have the choice. And right, right, do you have the dedication to make yourself be built like Arnold? Most of us don't. Less than one percent right. or less than one percent of one percent probably really do. that, Right. right?
1: But well, Most people are somewhere in that middle or, or you know, they're going to have a balance of, yeah, I like the sweets I'm a little bit, but oh, I know it's too much. So I'm going to, you know, so it's that balance of handling it. But there are going to be people on both extremes that some just do really well with this and they're the 1% exactly. that just take off and go. There's others that don't have as much control on the sweet side and they overeat with it. And it's, you know, so it's. Exactly. It's part of choice.
0: <laughs> Humans, I mean, life is, life is, full. we actually raised our daughter that way. We, we would tell her, we told her since the beginning of uh, her comprehension was life is full of choices. Make one. It is. Make one. Yep. Right. Uh, it, just make one, you know, whatever happens to be, but doing nothing is, is pro- is it's definitely, a choice. is off. It's a choice. <laughs> uh, and it's usually more problematic than making one right right uh you may make the wrong one but then you know then you could work towards you know fixing that you know choice as well we all make make a matter
1: with what 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 you do with that wrong choice right you make a wrong choice okay yeah don't get down let it it. understand hey boop it was wrong. Let's. What do we do to fix it? Yeah. What do we do to make it better next time? So.
0: Well, that's part of the fun of of I think life too is growing oh, and sure. learning.
1: And that, that that didn't work.
0: Yeah, I mean, you even get into the conversation. People get in the conversation. Things like we, we joke all the time. And what you do is that if we came with a a stamp on us that said when we were going to expire. You'd be able yeah, to build a yeah. perfect plan for every single yeah. person that you see because you'd know exactly the the final time to get stuff done. And people have a fun, you know, goes, "What I want to know that? Do I, you know?" But I think one of Most the things people that, would say, "No, I don't yeah. think so." <laughs> well, because one of the things that makes you know truly makes life beautiful is the fact that there's an end date. Uh, you know, yes. you 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 should stop and appreciate the things that are happening because at some point. It's it won't, not going to be, there. you won't, you won't, you won't be, be here there. anymore. Right. Yeah. To appreciate them. So, a uh, pr- yep. fairly deep for us this week here on yeah, it uh, is
1: a little, little bit different than normal, a
0: little bit different uh, than normal, but interesting study for sure. So always good to find these uh, interesting kind of things. We'll put a link to the, to the, uh, Mercer CFA Institute global pension index. Uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for people who might want to, uh, dive into some of those numbers and check it out for themselves. Yes, if you're
1: having having a hard time sleeping one night, you know it's 144 pages. Dig in.
0: (laughs) There, There you go. Exactly. We'll put it in the show notes, so if you guys want to check it out, you can. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Uh, it's all about choices. So if you need some help, get some help. You got choices to do so. There's all kinds of advisors all over, all over the country, wherever you live. Uh, talk with somebody. Make sure that you're having a conversation. Talk with a couple of somebodies. Find the right person for you to help you get to and through your retirement journey. But the takeaway is definitely it's the onus is on us. We've known that for years. So mm-hmm. plan, have a conversation. And if you need some help, uh, Phil helps people all around the country as well, not just in his home area of Michigan. So reach out to him, 248-888-7530, 248-888-7530, or you can just stop by philstaxhacks.com. My friend, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Thanks. I'll, see I'll, next, I'll see you next I'll see next week right here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil?